You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation People and Profits podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about how to finish the year as strong as possible. But before we get into the episode, please make sure you've gone over to NG Cheer and Gymnastics Owners on Facebook and you've requested access to that group if you are the owner of your gym. If you are not an owner, join our coaches-only Facebook group, Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Coaches. Uh, There are also... uh, resources on our website. If you go to nextgenowners.com, we've got a number of resources over there to help you grow as an owner. And make sure you're subscribed to this podcast, you share this podcast, and go and listen to all of our past episodes if this is the first episode you're listening to, because we got a lot of really great ones that we've put out in the past year. And we are trying to grow this podcast. We're trying to get it in front of more owners just like you who would benefit from the information in this podcast. So as we get started, there are about two months left in the year. So when I'm recording this, it is October 20th, and we've got a couple months left uh, at when we go into November, left in quarter four. And I want to talk about how to finish the fourth quarter as strong as possible so you are set up in 2023 and you're achieving all the goals you set for 2022. So number one is going to be seize on seasonal spending. Number two is going to be revisit your annual goals. And number three is going to be speak to your accountant and make expenditures you can and should. So one of my curses as an entrepreneur is I am... I'm an idea person. I like to come up with um, with new ideas, new thoughts, new things to do, to change, to adjust. I'm one of those people who always has the next idea. I'm always looking to expand. I'm always looking to grow. I'm always looking to start a new program. Um, I just default to that setting. I, things start happening and I start going, okay, how can I how can I make that into a revenue generating opportunity. Um, It's just the way my brain processes things uh, now that I've been a business owner for as long as I have. And for instance, uh, we have a a measure going uh, to the voters in the state of Oregon, and that measure is going to potentially change our firearms laws. And it would require anyone wanting to purchase a firearm to have a registration prior to purchasing a license to purchase basically. And to get this license to purchase, you have to go through a training program. And I kind of read through the law and I'm not going to go into details on my personal opinion on the law, but I read through it and I went, wow, that's a huge opportunity to make some significant money. Because if you're going to be able to charge for a class that anyone who wants to purchase a firearm has to take, uh, in order to be certified and registered to to buy this firearm, that is a huge, huge financial opportunity. And I was like, man, I could start something doing that. So I just I just default to that. I default to coming up with these ideas, and they happen kind of instinctively. I don't even control it. And I even enjoy not only coming up with the idea, but I enjoy laying out the initial plan and starting the work and getting things moving. I enjoy building stuff out at the beginning. 
but the finish is where I really struggle. Um, I struggle to go that last 10%, that last 20%. Um, and that's really because other things come up and I get potentially distracted by those things, those fires that that pop up out of nowhere that I'm not expecting. And so I, I'm challenged in that way where I need to get better at finishing really strong when I start projects like that. And it's something that I'm very diligently focused on and I've gotten a lot better at, but I know that's just one of my weaknesses as an entrepreneur. And we are in the finish line of the year and we really need to finish strong. We can't peter out on some of those projects. We've got to take them to completion and things that we meant to accomplish in the year 2022, now is the time to make sure that we knock them out before we're into 2023. So let's talk about the big three suggestions and concepts that I want you to follow going into quarter four or finishing quarter four because we're already in it um, to finish the year really strong. So number one is seizing on that seasonal spending. Now, I imagine you've already done this uh, or imagine you already do this. If you don't, you've got to start doing it right now. Black Friday, Cyber Monday are huge opportunities to make sales for your gym. And it doesn't matter even if you're a really, really small program and maybe you don't have a huge pro shop or you don't have something like that going on, you still have offerings that you can sell at a discounted rate that allow you to profit and that allow you to continue to grow your client base and increase your arm, uh, your average revenue monthly per member as you move forward into the end of the year. And people are ready to spend money uh, around Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Like they plan to do it. They are um, expecting to do it because they want to get those those good deals. They want to get those opportunities for their kids. They want to get those gifts. And you want to be able to offer those gifts to them, especially if they love your product. So you can offer a multi-pass for classes. You can offer reduced registration for the 2023 season. Like who's to say you can't sell registration for the next year right now. You could sell a reduced registration and let people register on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You can sell um, birthday party packages. You can sell um, summer camp discounted uh, summer camps. You can sell discounted clinics. You can sell all these different things and you can do a chunk of sales on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So think we're going to talk about what I want you to do with that, but take advantage of those opportunities. People want to spend, you know, I'm doing this right now with dream camps. Um, people are asking about dates for my, my summer camp series. And I've been in the process of setting them with the camp location and people are, are hounding me for when are the dates going to come out? When are the dates going to come out? And that's great. I've, I've put on my website, they're coming out October 31st and I just got them set and I have people emailing, Hey, I want to get registered now. And my response is just now, if I really wanted to make the most money possible, I would say, sure, here's the, here's the website, go register now. And I would make more money off of them. But my response is, Hey, wait for cyber Monday, um, black Friday, that whole time frame. we're going to run some specials there and you're going to get the best possible rate on camp you can get. Now they're going to pay in full, but it's a huge opportunity for me to make a chunk of revenue from them and uh, get them registered for camp. So it's a huge opportunity and I'm letting people know it's coming. So if you're going to do a Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal, you want to start advertising those things 
right around November one. You want to start putting out that you've got some things coming. Um, that some of the items you might be offering, you don't have to set the pricing, but start teasing those items and getting people excited and letting them know when they're going to launch and they can buy them. After that, take advantage of people who want to buy Christmas gifts. Now you're getting a little bit late for this. If you're trying to do a Christmas pro shop run, you're getting a little late. Most of the apparel, most of the products are not going to come in in time. If you're ordering from um, one of the like common suppliers in the cheerleading world. Now that doesn't mean you can't do something, Find a local screen printer. Find a local producer. There are screen printers and embroiderers and heat press people all over the place. There are tons of businesses doing that stuff. So reach out to them and see if they might be able to accommodate you. See if they have product in stock. One of the great things you can do with a screen printer is call them and say, hey, do you have any overstock? Do you have anything that someone bought too much of that they didn't sell? Uh, Maybe any overstock blanks or things like that that they want to give you at a reduced rate because they've already got them and they might give you a discount on them. It doesn't always happen. A lot of times they'll say no, especially right now, but there's the opportunity that they say yes. Or maybe they say, yeah, we've got this overstocked um, fleece and we can embroider it for you. I mean, who knows? There's so many different opportunities there that you can take advantage of and you can sell them for Christmas. Now, if you're going to do any sort of Christmas guaranteed items, it is really, really important that you deliver on time. Uh, People, generally speaking, for Christmas want to have their items by December 15th. Uh, Unless they are a major procrastinator, they want to have those in hand so they know they have them. You also want to be able to focus on your holiday season, whether or not you celebrate Christmas. You want to focus on that time off those holidays with your family and not be spending all that time working on trying to deliver pro shop items uh, to clients on December 23rd. And lastly, do 12 days of Christmas giveaways. These are great ways to gain uh, followers. It's a great way to get people engaging with your business and interested in your program. And you can give away you can give away a free birthday party. You can give away class memberships. You can give away free open gym Um, for a month. There's so many different things you can give away to people that you're just asking them to comment, like, and share Facebook posts. Uh, It's super easy and it's a great way to grow your, uh, your, your people you're marketing to. Wow. That those words didn't work. It's a great way to grow the people that you are marketing to. It's a great way to uh, get more people in your business. And it's a great way to get people engaging and sharing your content. All right, number two, revisit your annual goals. So was there something that you wanted to do this calendar year that you haven't yet? Was there something that you wanted to do in quarter two and like me, you got it started, but you didn't finish it? Uh, Were you going to stand up a new program that maybe got put to the side due to too many fires needing to be put out or something going on, right? You need to go back and look at those goals, look at those things that you had set up and finish them accomplish them unless there's like a really, really valid reason for why it's not done, why you can't launch it yet. I want you to go back and I want you to finish it. Take the opportunity, go get it done and get ready to have your slate be clean as you move into 2023 or as clean as it can be because one of the things we should also be doing and really number four on this should be set your next year's goals. From there, Um, so go finish those things. And then lastly is speak to your accountant and make expenditures you can and or should. Now, uh, Danielle and Justin talked about this, I believe in a fireside chat, they talked about converting over to being an S corp 
and how important that is uh, as, for most of us uh, business owners, the taxes that you're going to save being an S-Corp. And I'm full transparency. I'm still not. I'm going to be switching in 2023. Um, and that's something that we're talking to our accountant about, making sure everything is set up for that because um, that's a better time to do it right now uh, with where we're at. So setting up for 2023. Um, but even if you are an S-Corp or you're an LLC, you need to look at what your books look like at the end of the year. And you want to do your absolute best to not carry over uh, monies that you shouldn't be carrying over that are going to be harder to explain and are going to look like profits, even though they may not be profits uh, yet. So we want to be really, really conscientious about um, expenditures and look at what you can buy and make an expenditure for the business. Are there things that you need? Are there things that you um, will benefit you or may even be a net owner benefit at the end of the day when you're looking at it, but you're going to be using for the business and can be a business expenditure. And if those things exist and you have extra revenue at the end of the year, and I'm talking extra revenue, I'm not talking you have competition fees that you need to get out of your pocket because if you do, just go pay the competition early. It's not a big deal. Um, and you have competition fees in your pocket or you have um, that ex those extra profits in your pocket, then make those expenditures that you can and should limit the amount of extra money that you're unnecessarily giving to the federal government. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't love paying taxes. I don't love, uh, I, I don't mind paying them. I will pay them, but I think I spend my money more responsibly than the federal government does and the state government does. So I want to do everything I can to legally pay the lowest amount of taxes I can by having expenditures, having expenses, so I'm not getting overwhelmingly taxed on certain things. So there's a lot of things that you can do to help reduce the amount of taxes you're going to have to pay each year. Um, and that that comes down to a lot of times to expenditures, um, as well as you should speak to your accountant about setting your business up as an S-Corp and the advantages of doing that. And they should be able to help you uh, get that done. So make sure you're speaking with your accountant, make sure you're getting on that as you head into 2023. And really number four, as I mentioned, should be start setting your goals for 2023. Set your Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4 goals now, early on, revisit them throughout the year, but get ready to achieve those goals and write them down, make them tangible, make them quantifiable Okay, quantifiable means you can actually define it and say, if we achieve X, Y, and Z, we've achieved the goal. You want to avoid nebulous goals like get more kids, right? That's a really nebulous goal. How many more kids? And how many kids do you need to retain, right? What is the enrollment you're trying to get to? Uh, something that you can quantify. Run two to three advertisements or boosted posts a month. Um, run two clinics a month. Sell... 300 birthday parties, whatever it is, right? Uh, 300 birthday parties would be cool. Uh, I don't quite do that many. Uh, but set those goals, prepare yourself to have something to work towards in 2023, right? If you've never set quarterly goals, this is one of the steps we encourage owners to do in our academy. Breaking up your year into quarters can do a number of amazing things, right? It can help you plan your year better, it can help you finish your year stronger and it can 
focus your energies throughout the year so you're not working on the wrong things at the wrong times. So you're planning ahead, way ahead, and you're setting goals and you're keeping yourself oriented on those goals. Imagine if you decided, hey, I'm going to drive to, I live in Oregon, and I said, hey, I'm going to drive to Florida. And I just said, all I know is I'm going to start driving east and I'm going to figure the rest out on the way. I would not get there as fast as if I had a plan of the route I was going to take. I, and I said, I'm going to go you know, this freeway to this freeway. I'm going to drive for six to eight hours, um, depending on traffic. But I know I'm going to stop here, and I'm going to stop at this hotel, and then I'm going to go this direction. And I plan the, the side things I'm going to do as on my journey, right? If I plan those things out, I know where I'm going and I know the steps I'm going to take to get there. I'm going to get there much more efficiently than if I just arbitrarily go, I'm going to go over there and I have no plan to get there. So that's why setting those quarterly goals can be so critical for your business. It can be so helpful and it can really, really free you, right? In discipline lies freedom, even as a business owner. So utilize those opportunities to be more disciplined, be more planned, and have a better opportunity to really crush it as you go into 2023. So I'm talking about planning for 2023, but remember the year is not over. That is what this whole podcast is about. If this is going to be your biggest financial year yet, and you're not quite there, or even if you are there, don't coast, make it an even bigger year. Uh, Floor it, hit it hard. If this was a little less than you had hoped in terms of financials for the year, floor it, finish it, run some of those specials that I was talking about with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, see if you can achieve those financial goals. You know, we're, we're really pushing really hard right now because this could be one of our biggest years yet. I I think we're pretty much there, but I want to make it even bigger. I don't want to settle. I want to make it a bigger year financially for our companies. So take advantage of this moment. You still have two months. You can push hard You can take advantage of the opportunities that we're in, the time where people want to spend money, the time where people are looking to join some things, the time where people are at home, they're looking to engage with things online, and you can seize on that and turn it into an opportunity for your business, right? So as you leave this podcast, I want you to plan for what are going to be the specials you're going to offer Cyber Monday, Black Friday, and maybe you only offer two but plan them out, figure out two that you're going to do, and then start plugging those early November. Start plugging those, get them loaded onto your website, figure out how you're going to sell them, although the best way to sell them is via your website because it's little work on you. Plan if you're going to do some sort of a Christmas gift. Um, if you're going to do 12 days of Christmas, plan now what those giveaways are going to be so you're ready to go and it's you can plug and play. You can have all of that stuff loaded into Facebook, scheduled to post on the days you need it to post. Um, revisit those annual goals like I mentioned. Spend some time going over those. If you have a business partner or managers, go through them and figure out what you need to do to make sure you've accomplished all of those goals this year. And lastly, set up an appointment to speak to your accountant. It never hurts to speak to your accountant and know more about the financials of your business. If your business is financially healthy, it will be healthy long-term and you will be happier. You will spend less time stressing about all of the money and all of the other things that can be going wrong in your business that you feel like you don't have as much control over, but you really, really do have the ability to control. 
meeting with your accountant, if you have a great one, should set you up for success. If you don't have a great accountant, then get a great accountant. And we at NextGen have a phenomenal accountant that we work with that actually specializes work in working with cheer gyms. She works with so many now, and she is literally the best. She is the best accountant in the biz for cheerleading. She understands profit first. Like she's a rock star. So if you're looking to get uh, in touch with that accountant, uh, if we can set you up with, uh, we can set up a meeting for you. Uh, we can get you set up with her. She is phenomenal. She is, I believe, certified to do accounting in all 50 states. She would be remote if you're not in Missouri, but she is a wonderful accountant and a wonderful human. Uh, so if you're, if you need a good accountant, she is the person. Um, so thank you for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I hope you loved it and I hope you are motivated and excited to go out and just absolutely crush the rest of 2022 and end the year as strong as humanly possible. All right. If you're looking for another great podcast to listen to, make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's got a bunch of amazing content on there. He interviews some awesome cheer people. If you're looking for some past episodes, go check out some of the really great ones we did. We did an interview with uh, Colonel Riddle, uh, who's an Air Force fighter pilot. That's one of our most popular episodes. We've done two different interviews with Jason Larkins, one, um, one talking about athlete safety, one just talking about how he trains his staff. Um, I recently did an episode on why your staff is being so difficult and, and how you can better prepare uh, them for success. I mean, we just have so many different amazing episodes and amazing content. And lastly, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. So when we have our releases on Saturdays and Tuesdays, you don't miss out. All right. We will catch you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.